The current spoiler warning level is, Jajirium. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Jajirium. We're talking about a machine from Armored Trooper Vodums, as well as its mini variants, both from the main series and also from spin-offs like Armor Hunter Mellow Link, Case Irving, Big Battle, and much more. There shouldn't be any real plot spoilers, but just mechanical ones for Vodums. So please, enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista and G, the show about big boy Steppy. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan, and I'm Crass. And we're hey. yeah, we're we're joined by Crass because uh, our our exciting April Fool's Day Mechanista continues. We're here to talk about another not a Gundam. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about this week, Crass? If you want to introduce it. Oh, oh, I've got it. We're talking about the Jehuti. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, wait. Okay, maybe Crash should do I'm going to have to stop this life rink. Hold on, it's 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 revolving. It's a whole process. You don't you don't you don't want to talk about <laughs> talk about the Jehuti? No, I thought today we're talking about the a... Armor Trooper Zero Nine ST Scope Dog. The S- <laughs> oh, sure. I guess we could do that. That what works. Is the SP? I believe standard. Oh, that makes sense. Because it's scoped off. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, the ATM 09 SD scope dog uh, from Armored Trooper Bottoms. A great show. Watch it. All of you. I watched it really late because I'm a dummy. And don't be like, don't be like me. Watch it now. I mean, I guess I've already watched it, so it would be like me because whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Watch it. It's good. It's a good show. Don't you should call people dummies again. They react really well to that. Look, I I didn't say they were dummies. I said I was dummy. I okay. And then I implied they were like okay. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. Look, I I trashed on G Gundam fans and no one yelled at me. And so if I can get away with that, I can get away with a little minor <laughs> insult like dummies. You're 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 going mad with power. I'm not mad with power. I have no power. I have a lot of power. I have robots. Anyway, um, so uh, the scope dog is uh, the sort of, I would say, mascot mecha of uh, Vodums, um, which is very funny because we watch a lot of them get trashed uh, because that's how Vodums is. That's what makes um, it yeah. great. It just it yeah. breaks really good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, the scope dog is uh, used um by it's gilgamesh that makes them right and yes. and Melkian. Melkian also no, does make uh, them. they milkians have vodums but they're fatties thank you okay yeah okay crass <laughs> i fucking told you before we recorded you cannot come on here and talk about blunts oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh yeah the 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 scope dog is kind of your very 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 standard at or so they are sometimes called ATs, and sometimes they are called Vodums. 
uh, or vertical one-man tank for offense and maneuvers. Because we love acronyms on this show, as we've uh, pointed out in prior episodes. Um, hell, the episode that is coming out alongside this one will probably have a lot of acronyms if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Acronyms are good. Um, and so what makes so the scope dog is a very little guy. Like we talked about in the prior episode with Code Geass, how they're they're the the Code Geass nightmare frames are just little guys. I, the scope dogs are even further little guys. It's it's I feel like looking at it as a as a Gundam fan, it looks like a Zaku crossed with a Rick Dias crossed with a can of tomato soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a can would be a fair way to describe the scope dog. Yeah, so uh, the scope dog is only it doesn't even get hit four meters. It's three point eight meters. It is a short little guy. Um, and this so it's interesting right because gundam gundam even while like creating real robots uh quote unquote uh as as a lot of people would say still has pretty big robots now they aren't as big as like the mazinger or like the getter and stuff but they're still pretty big on the whole actually even like the smaller gundam designs like 15 meter a 15 meter robot or a 16 meter robot still pretty tall because like a scope dog i mean it's still big compared to a human but it's only 3.8 meters it's pretty little um which i i think makes them stand out to me a lot actually among like the 80s robots because they are little friends they're not like powered armor or anything they're still mecha but little well guys. it's almost like it's a one-man tank yeah which you that- know that's kind of always been like the uh the the conceit with real robots is being like one man like you know vehicles of that sort though usually they're more akin to jets but i think tanks are a very good comparison for scope dogs and part of what i really like about the scope dog is they do a good job of you know there's always the problem in any any mecha fiction of selling people on no mecha were the solution to our problems right um like you have to have the moment in code geass where you're just like, I guess all else that exists are helicopters, and those suck. So, of course, Mecha are the way. Or in Gundam, you're like, well, we have Psycho Frames and Gundanium, and so, of course, these are the best. Whereas with Scope Dogs, they just feel... They feel so grounded, right? They are these fragile, shitty little boxes <laughs> that, like, you buy their performance because it's never, like, oversold. Like, early plans of our of our super... Superman protagonist Kira Kokuvi involve him being like, okay, and at this point, my robot will get blown up and I'll need a new one. Yeah. Because that's just what these things are like. Yeah. Um, so, like, um, Chris, how about you go through some features of the scope dog and make it unique and make it something that you would have wanted for your guest episode? Ah, well, yeah. I mean, it is my favorite robot, and part of that is. While it doesn't have a lot of gimmicks, the gimmicks it have are really fun. Like little heelys that pop out of the feet so it can mm-hmm. skid around the ground like a, like a Rick Dom. But, yeah. And like, then, um, 
just to bring it up, because we just had the Code Geass episode, uh, we talked about how cool the wheels are in Geass, and then how Geass loses its way because wheels stop being a thing. You don't have to worry about that with bottoms, at least from what I've seen of, like, the OVAs I've watched so far and the show itself. You don't gotta worry about suddenly the bottoms are flying. Um, yeah. God, only- imagine... <laughs> oh my god, imagine if in the last arc of fucking bottoms, all the scope dubs had float packs. I would die. I would... I would end myself. That sounds hellish. Uh, sorry, I have to look up the name. Oh, yes. The only time you have to worry about a flying scope dog is when it's equipped with a round mover. Which sure, is the but official... that looks like shit, so yeah, it's perfect. But that, those are for space. That's I was going to say, that, yeah, that's for packs. space, though. Yeah, so I that's just, fine. That's not I gonna... love it's named round mover. That's just the so round fun. Mover. It's not round. <laughs> the veneers are on little balls. Yeah, the, yeah, the the verniers are on like little uh, ball joint, like ball. It's things. a big cross. Yeah. yeah, but the the the, the thing that matters is round. <laughs> there are elements of it that are round. It is technically not entirely hard angles. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling my fucking feet round movers. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, speaking of feet, you know what else about it? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. They got little spikes that shoot out of their feet. So when they're uh-huh. using their wheels, they can have a pivot point and turn really quickly. And that is mm-hmm. cool so as hell. They might have the best feet in robot. I listen, I listen, I know how this sounds, <laughs> folks. I do. But like they've got the heelys, they've got the turn spikes, they've got the little shotgun blast in the foot as well as the fists. Yep. Uh- they're their feet are just their their foot game is on point. Uh, really, uh, the legs can do an amazing thing that I still loved every time it came up in the show. Where uh, when it lands, it has like shock absorption by like making the legs like kind of bend all the way like forward in a yeah. weird way. They're, I, the, the legs, everything about the scope dog really is in the legs. That's where all the engineering went. <laughs> yeah, and and you get examples of that where like you know the scope dog is fighting like Kiriko's fighting in his scope dog. And he's kicking ass, and then someone hits a compressor in the leg, and he's like, well, that was fun. <laughs> I'm fucked now. Yeah, like, um, and, and not only that, it's, it is it is sold on the sound design a lot of the time, too, with, like, everything it does with the legs. You get all these cool, crunchy noises when, like, you know, the spike hits into the ground or the wheel starts spinning. Again, if you've seen Code Geass, you've heard the noise. Sunrise has a very limited sound library, which is a very good sound library that they use and um the the wheel starting up noise is just so good it's one of my favorites um also famously used in virtual on uh for fans of that video whenever you do a dash and you know what makes most of that noise in the legs right finally gonna talk about my favorite part of the scope dog the muscle system Mm -hmm. that (laughs) does does have a muscle system that literally never comes up in the series or the yep. OVAs. Yep, <laughs> I do know I, about this because I have like one of those, uh, one of those like big art books that's just full of like scope dog stuff. It's just like, oh, these have artificial muscle. Excuse me. <laughs> yep. So that helps with the shock absorption and also lets them move. <laughs> what they claim it's lets them move human like. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, well, hmm. all I know, all I know is that I have. Uh, I have watched a fair bit of the show now, and at one point, Kiriko was like, I need more artificial muscle. I was yep. like, excuse me? And then the show kept going, so I don't know anything. Yeah, you, so, don't, yeah. you don't get to see it, 
but it's there and it's cool. Also, um, it's filled with jejerium. Yes, this is why. Uh, <laughs> this is why it's bad when things get damaged too, because jejerium. Cross, <laughs> uh, explain jejerium for us. Uh, well, it's highly explosive, and it also <laughs> might turn you into a super soldier if you bathe in it enough. Jejerium does a lot, <laughs> and it's great. Um, and that's why it's worth having an army of slaves that you mine old bombed out computer factories to get tiny flecks of it. Yeah. Just like, imagine if, like, in, like, your shitty war-torn future, if people were just, like, breaking into your house to steal the silicon from your computers. <laughs> like, god, Jajirium is, it, it gets to do everything. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, sometimes it's a fuel for making your mech really good at things and also explode. Um, I do like that it is the explanation for why, like, when an AT blows up, it fucking blows up. <laughs> Like, it feels like if you bump into them the wrong, like, depending on who the pilot is, right? Um, you, when you watch, like, Kiriko, or Kiriko, uh, beat up, like, you know, waves of, like, ATs, they, 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 they just go up in flames. It's great. Uh, you have all those wonderful shots. Well, actually, I think, uh, now that I think about it, the wonderful shots you get are after he blows up a bunch of police cars, uh, where he's yeah, just surrounded yes. by flames. Because uh, Kiriko spends most of the early bit of the series just, uh, you know, blowing up cops in but military I th it's It's safe to say those probably have Dejerium in them, too, because Vaughn yeah. loves shared tech, mm -hmm. where everything in the world feels like it came from the same sources. Yeah. Shout out to the train <laughs> in uh, Melolink Mel that has a scope dog oh, yeah. head. Yep. yep. <laughs> It's a it's a funny thing about the uh, about the scope dog. The armor on the scope dog is very binary, right? You can penetrate yeah. it or you can't, yep. and that's sort of it, right? You have fights where Kiriko is in a scope dog, and the people he's up against are in like cars and on motorcycles, and it's just like okay, he is basically at no danger. I mean, he is in a little, but like he's pretty much fine. They could just shoot him and whatever. He's gonna run out of fuel before he runs out of right. Right. But as soon as you can get even like a millimeter past that armor, you're you're running well, around like piloting an exploding barrel. But that's what it so. feels that's how it also feels like a tank, right? Like okay, so I don't know a lot about anything real life with military vehicles, but I have played a lot of War Thunder. And <laughs> so from what I've gathered in that, uh tanks either are completely immune to getting hit by something, but if something penetrates into the tank that's really bad because if it hits ammo, it explodes. If it hits like the engine, the engine doesn't work, etc. Um, and and ATs feel like that too. Where okay, yeah, like six said, it's binary. Either it works or it doesn't. Um, but that's what makes like even like the weakest other ATs that you can run into kind of dangerous because they just shoot you with a mecha-sized gun and now you've lost an arm or a leg or. Uh, you've, you've, you've had a shot plow through the cockpit and, like, shoot right next to Kiriko's head blowing off his helmet, which looks cool, etc. Oh. Good show, by the way. Again, watch the show, please. Um, yeah. I need yeah. to finish all the OVAs. I've only, um, I've only watched, uh, what is it, uh, the, what is the first one in order? Big uh, Battle, I think, is the first one. No, uh, Last Red oh. Shoulder. Ah, uh, Last Red Shoulder. Okay. Big hey, Battle is still on my list. Oh, uh, no, Big Battle, I am... 
yeah. Because I am waiting. Like yeah, I am waiting on uh good uploads for them because I downloaded these videos like ten years ago, and so they are like V H. It feels like a VHS riff, even <laughs> though I know it's not. Um, it was I've... very hard to get good quality bottoms for a while. Yeah, I, I will well, say the Blu-rays are really nice and generally about sixty dollars for the whole series. Yeah, I got. Metal. I think I. I think yeah, I got I think I got the whole series like on sale it was like $35. It's an excellent Blu-ray collection. Um yeah, Melolink unfortunately is is very very hard to get a hold of. But, mm, uh, legally it's hard to get. Well, a hold of. yes, excuse. Me. Uh <laughs> some might say it's impossible to do legally, but yes. if you're willing to commit a crime, people will help. Yeah. Um and even then the quality on Melolink unfortunately has never been all yeah. that great. Uh, uh, is it in that Blu-ray collection, actually? No, the, no they lost... No. It sounds like they lost the source, so DVDs are the highest quality source currently. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah. I, there's something where they might be re-releasing it on Blu-ray, but I, the Blu-rays are standard definition. They just put 27 yeah. episodes on a disc. So... I, I guess, like, how I tend to go through the Gundam mecha. I, I will go from the top to the bottom of the scope doctor, even though we did talk a lot about the legs. Yeah, I mean, we can just uh, keep moving up. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll move from down to up. Yeah, that'll that'll be better. Uh, so Side skirt. It's got side skirts. It does have skirts. This actually... So, interestingly enough, we talked about how a lot of mecha uh, in other series don't have skirts. Uh, they do in uh, Vox. Uh, not every design, but at the very least, scope dogs do. Um, and as you move up, you get a very bulky torso, uh, because that's where the cockpit is. Um, and it, it's interesting because it has kind of like a, like, you can't even see it on the design. Like it overhangs like over the waist and everything on the front side. Uh, it's, it's very bulky because you've got a little person cramped in there. <laughs> um, uh, then you've got shoulders. The shoulders are really cool looking. Uh, they have like the little latches and stuff. Oh, what's up? Uh, I, I can't believe we're skipping the leather interior. Okay, we could talk about the interior <laughs> of the cockpit. Uh, it's a great cockpit. That's why we shouldn't have fans on. They're just, <laughs> they're just insatiable. <laughs> I think. It I mean, rules. look, I get like that on Gundam episodes. It's fine. I know, I know. I think it rules uh, that it has that's a brown... the joke is we're all fans. But... <laughs> I love that it has a brown leather chair. It does. Um, and the the oh. cockpit is cramped, by the way, I should note. It is not like a big cockpit, because we talked about how small they are. Um, you know, the the head basically goes where the head... Like, your little head is sticking out where, like, the head of the scope dog is. Um, you have, like, the little, like, dome on the top of the cockpit. Which is why it rules, because it's finally great. a mech that's shooting in the head actually matters. <laughs> yeah. Also, you have to you have to goggle up when driving this thing because you just can't see out of it. Basically, like there's oh, a little yeah. bit of a window you can use if you want to die. But <laughs> yeah, like that's actually a sheer technology I really like with um with a lot of bottoms, and this applies to even other ATs, right? They have that like little scope that they put on, and you know you get the very good feeling sequence of like the first time that uh kiriko gets into a scope dog where he like you know plugs in like you see him plug in the wire and everything you get all the good sound effects pulls the retractable mm -hmm. cable out of his eyes mm -hmm. uh <laughs> and, and it's it's just good because it, it lets like the little goggles they can see like you know whatever the at is seeing and 
you even get this with like because we brought it up mellow link uh with mellow link's rifle he has the same system he has like goggles that he can put on where he can see like what his rifle is seeing rather than you know just using his own vision which i just think is really cool um but yeah the scope dogs are (sighs) the thing about scope dogs is these are not like the the cockpit's even evidence of these. This is not a comfy mech. This is not, like, something that it feels necessarily good to pilot. Like, it does put you above infantry, but, I mean, it is a war machine, and it is cramped. It is... You are probably going to be very sweaty in there. I doubt they put AC in there. Um, Just yeah, run faster. It's just very... God. It's very utilitarian. Very simple. Um... But, like, it's simple and it's complex, right? Like, it doesn't have, like, the fancy gimmicks, like Crass had mentioned, uh, other than, like, all in the leg. But there's this level of detail that makes it feel very, like, uh, real. So, I have the 160 Pales and Files kit. And mm-hmm. one of the fun things about that is they very much cared about the feeling of making a scope dog and recreating what it feels like in the show when someone mm-hmm. builds one. Mm-hmm. And that's where you learn things like, oh, the frame that the cockpit's sitting in, it has the armor plating, but also it's a very hollow frame with, like, struts <laughs> around. So yeah. that armor's all you have, and that armor is, as you can see when you lift it up, feels like maybe a quarter inch thick of metal between you <laughs> and whatever's being shot at you. Yeah, that's... I mean, and it happens oh. a lot where we see gunshots enter the cockpit a lot or outright hitting a pilot mm. in the cockpit um which I mean, is if you know where to aim with a with a high-powered pistol you can just take care of a you can just take care of one of these uh Kirigo does it all the time yeah yeah it doesn't protect the pilot super well all things considered again though it is still a step above infantry right like the thing is scope dogs never feel unnecessary they never feel like oh well if these things suck so much why are they using them they feel really like above everything yeah, else it's a, but it's, oh yeah i love bottoms works on scales <laughs> yeah like and that scale a, keeps going up <laughs> yeah exactly as the exactly series goes on that's so it starts with uh person versus mech well that's really bad but then uh, mech versus the gilgamesh army decide to step up its <laughs> shit at the end of the human arc now there's 400 of 400,000 of them dropping on you. Yeah. Well, one's like, not going to cut it. <laughs> they, they have a lot of scope dogs. They have a lot of every mech, uh, standing tortoises, etc. They, they, you you oh. see these things get deployed in larger numbers than you typically even see mobile suits get deployed in, like in Gundam, for instance. Uh, yeah, I think the Paleson Files, the end of that, which depicts the end of the 100-year war, casualties are in the millions for soldiers, <laughs> In one battle? God. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's... Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, um, listen, you know, then the war ended and I, everyone was at peace. Yeah. I'm starting to think uh, 100 Years of War affected the culture a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the value just a of life. Little. You know, I mean, there are many, many people who, I mean, pretty much everyone alive, because I it doesn't seem like you have a high lifespan in uh, the bottom of the universe, <laughs> all, all things considered. Um, and lo- and, unless you live in a cave as like a hermit, uh, which we see later on with uh, what uh, with the um, uh, why am I spacing on the planet? 
Sunza? Yeah. Yeah. You you get a you get a couple of uh, people who are very old, but uh, but you know, uh, generally speaking, your lifespan's probably not very long. You probably don't know anything but oh, we're in an existence of war. <laughs> if you're like with either either side, you know, like now, oh, this is just what this is what it is to to live. <laughs> now I think this even extends to the technology. Yes, because we're going to start talking about variants, but a lot of variants of the scope dog, a lot of other Vodums still basically look like scope dogs. There is not like there is variants. There is there are changes made, but it is it is not like Gundam where you're like, oh, here's a Zaku and here's a Jim and they're dramatically different. You're never going to get that kind of difference. No. Um, other other notes on the scope dog. Uh, so. Also, adding to the utilitarian feel are on the shoulders, you have, like, the little latches, uh, which we see used for, like, you know, lifting it up in a garage, stuff like that. Just, you know, again, uh, very, a lot of things on the scope dog just feel like, oh, this isn't extraneous, this belongs here for a reason. Um, As you go down to the arms, uh, you get something I really like, actually. I love that they have the little um, wrist guard, basically. Like, you can see, like, the little shield on the opposite side, like, of the hand. Uh, on the outer side, I, it's just a little thing, but I do like that yeah. it has like a little wrist guard like that. Well, you're gonna need that for what that wrist does. There's sensitive parts yes. in the, under there. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, because uh, we talked about it earlier when we talked about the leg, but we have a. Uh, I, I forget. Does the system even have a name? Is it just called like arm punch? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't believe that system has a name. But... Yeah, it's just arm punches. Uh, so what the arm punch is, is not just a punch. Uh, see, you, you may notice that there is a little uh, like square hole on the arm there. Uh, that's for ejecting shell casings, because uh, we use basically bullet-propelled punches um, that uh, scope dogs and pretty much I think everything has them. Um, I don't think you see a lot of ATs that don't have them. Uh, so they're pretty standard equipment, but, you know, uh, you ever find yourself in a fight where, oh, my guns are gone. Well, what if you just punched the cockpit and crushed it, oh, like crushed it inwards? Uh, there you go. You can do that. One of the things I love about that punch specifically is there's a VR arcade game they made, you know, like your battle pods, but mm -hmm. with scope dogs. And the advertisement for it is kiriko punching yours open nice <laughs> good just good. The, the true feeling of being in the ostriagus galaxy kiriko <laughs> will kill you <laughs> i mean honestly that's what that game should be it should be like yeah. the fucking snowman from uh ski free where it's just like oh oh turned out you, you hung out too long kiriko showed up you're <laughs> fucked <laughs> yep that'd be great Ugh. um and, and also with the, oh, with the sorry. arm punch, just I love that I've used this when I've helped my dad finish a basement and setting walls into concrete. That mm -hmm. <laughs> you use basically the same system where it's a, a nail that gets blasted with a twenty two cap. You know, I was oh, I was ready I to argue, that. but I guess that's true. Yeah, I didn't so know that actually, huh? Yeah, so that's just like a real, th and it, that's just called a punch. So, oh, okay. Say, oh, well, that explains why it's just called an arm punch, then. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's just like that's a real world thing that's used for penetrating very tough surfaces. But also, um, what if it was on your robot? 
And what if it was on your robot? What if it was on a giant metal fist covered in armor? Um, <laughs> and also, uh, the most notable part of the scoop dog that we've somehow evaded talking about. Well, it's the very top. <laughs> the head, yeah. Um, we have a very distinct head uh, with three scopes on it. Uh, you know, dog. they get to spin around and it's really cool. Um it almost resembles like the thing about it that's really cool because um six mentioned there's a window here you can actually pop the visor up and there's like a little it's not even a window it's just there's nothing there anymore there's a yeah. there's a hole there's, there's a, a hole. there's a there's a like they could have just as easily painted like fluorescent orange around the edges of it being like hey shoot here it's just a death trap yeah i generally I, I, don't want to do that i think the slit that cover that goes over that is thicker than the metal around it yeah yeah it's um well that that has to mount a track and everything so they had to make that strong but the actual rest of the head no it's just um the great thing about it is it almost resembles their helmets in a way Mm. um complete with having a slide down visor type thing um just instead of having two eyes you got three cool eyes on a track which fucking rule um i don't know what all the cameras do Honestly, I, I'm assuming okay. you have infrared and other types of images. Yeah, you definitely have a telescope. Yeah, I believe it's telescope infrared, and the third one is like a close-up, I believe. Okay, yeah. It's um, not used as much as the other two. No. And uh, honestly, I, I don't really mind what they do with them. Uh, watching a scope dog have its little camera spin and then zoom in and out is fun. It's good. Is the uh, thing. Uh, another w- thing on that 160 kit that's really fun. They have you build the back of the lens, then the scope over it, then the front lens goes on top. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. So that's it's. So you really get the feeling of all those parts. And that's what confirmed that the third part is a camera to me, because you put <laughs> the Saints mm-hmm. jewel stickers under that and then. Makes sense. The armored okay. lens. Yeah, okay. I was assuming it was some it's kind an, of like. Wave it's an incredible kit because there's a lot of gre- all the greebling is under the armor, so for the most part you don't see it unless you want to display it being built. <laughs> yeah. So it's the it's, parts uh, are there. It's what it's what I love about master grades. Um. Uh, and the thing that's not so fun about it, where you have. Like, it's 90 bolts that you manually put in <laughs> that, you know, would be very big bolts if you're holding them in your hand and putting them in a scope dog. But on a one, but when they're shrunk down 1 60th of that size. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a lot. It's an I, interesting I like the idea. effect. <laughs> I, I like the effect of them, but I have to imagine they are not fun to put all together. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I see what you were going for. I appreciate it, but I don't want to do this. But that's a thing with it's not fun. Again, with the tank comparisons, I think that's a thing tank models frequently have too. Is like all the little you have to put in all the little pins and whatnot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and and the the scope dog has a lot of these. You can even see them on the uh, you know the standard line art of it. You've got them on the shoulders. You've got them uh, like riveted into like the. little leg plates on the uh side skirts etc um they 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 do look cool in practice but yeah they are 
any part like that is going to be tedious. It's, again, not to bring up our other show with Gundam, but, you know, uh, I've built fin funnels before on a new Gundam. It turns out when you build, like, the same six things, it's a pain. Uh, having to cut out every, or, or, like, the tubes on Azaku, having to cut out every individual one of those little bolts and then put them in, I, at the very I do least, want a scope dog one day, though. Yeah, um... I do highly recommend that kit. It's the best scope dog kit out there. Because mm. there's not that many. Yeah. Oh, no, I, there is not. And I would and, not recommend buying the Wave ones. They are way too overpriced for what you get. <laughs> yeah. I, the other one I got is the super deformed uh, burly dog. Which is very uh, cute, but also only $20 less than the 160 That's essentially a Master Grade. Yeah. Yeah, the Kotobukiya, like, little SD things are... It, it, I, I used to actually show that off as, like, a price point difference, and I know that Bandai gets to have the low prices because, you know, they own Sunrise, so they don't have to license anything, whereas, like, with Koto, they have to. Um, but it is still, like, oh god, this SD kit costs almost as much as, like, buying this full-ass scoped off. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, so that's basically it for the scope dog because, see, you can't really talk about the other armaments of the scope dog because, unlike other mecha, right? Like with Gundam, a lot of mecha in Gundam, they have their gun and they use their gun. Sometimes you get like multiple mobile suits using the same thing, but generally speaking, like weapons are very restricted via like the class of mobile suit, like Dom's using giant bazookas or mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing. Um, the scope dog just uses everything. Like, anything it can pick up and pull the trigger on, it will use. You've got... Mostly it's all physical weapons. There, There is that weird kind of beam weapon that I think only showed up in, like, oh, that first episode. Yeah, the super bazooka, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah, it was... It was a very that was a weird one, because I, I was surprised about it existing, and then it just, like, never got used again. Um... But a lot of the time, you're getting rifles, you're getting machine guns, you're getting bazookas, and you're getting, like, you know, like, missile pods, like, little, you know, things full of missiles. Um, and that's pretty much what you're using a lot of the time on oh, sorry, the that, standard scope. That one's the long gun. Sorry. Oh, it's just called the long gun. Yes. The, that sure, thing the bazooka is cool. it does use a solid material, specifically. Yeah, the, the long gun is a weird thing because it just never came up again. It's just like, we put a beam weapon into our first, like, early episode uh, and, you know. Yeah, uh, interesting just looking, going off of the name of it. The long G gun. The 35 long gun. It's in the same line as the <laughs> regular rifle, <laughs> which is the GAT-22. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure, why not? Yeah. Look, Vodum's Vodum's much like some types of Gundam really loves attaching just like code names to everything, um, or like little uh, you know serial numbers for all the weapons. Because I know that they've tried doing that for a lot of early UC weapons, and it drives me nuts. Because I'm like, I I don't. No one cares. Just say Zaku machine gun. I don't need like the 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 ten part code. But um. So, I guess we could start talking about variants, and again, because we don't really have a wiki to go off of, we just have, like, an HQ, um, 
it's going to be a little haphazard here, but so I'll let Kraus... One thing about the uh, rifle I'd just like to bring up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really like that the pistol is just the rifle without a barrel. Like, literally, it's just the exact same receiver. Mm, <laughs> they okay. just take the barrel off. They just take the longer barrel off. Just makes it short range when they take off the barrel. Yeah. Okay. Which That's comes up in the human cool. arc. They use they use the pistol version. Um. Yeah. The the, the arc that the, some may say lasts a little too long, but is also very <laughs> fun still. Um. But yeah. So um, I, I'll let Crass direct our variant talk because um, we're gonna it's gonna be a little bit trying to like you know, get us all to the page of them because we're digging through MHQ. So, Crash, yeah. would you want to lead the charge here? It's up to you. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess the, we could start with the first variant you see, the brutish dog. Yep. Which is, we spray paint the whole... We know when it's got a red shoulder, it's a bad guy. So what if the <laughs> whole thing was red? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and what if, instead of having a right arm, you just had a Gatling gun? A weirdly small Gatling gun. A, a small Gatling gun with claws still, because we don't want to lose the melee capability. It does have claws, I should note. Um, which hey, is cool. Even then, it, still, Fiona hits a lot of people with that gun. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. I'm, that's the one where I'm not sure where the ammo goes. It's like the one uh, thing. I think it's it, in the top. That little, you see that, like, well. Is that where the shell casings go? See, yeah, well, a... I'm sure it spits out the shell casings. You're not going to keep them in there. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's why. Sorry, I, I got it. I, I just mean, I think I reversed it in my head. I was thinking. I see. I, I, I know the kit has like an ammo pack for it or something like that. Uh, I'm looking now. I'm looking now. I want to have this answer. Oh, right. Or is that just a... Oh, right. Yes. Okay. It has a, a little ammo pack that it shoves into the side of it. Okay. Um, that uh it looks like a handle is the thing gotcha. uh, okay. so some from some shots you may assume it's a handle but it keeps that in its backpack as like extra ammo and then slams that in oh sure so, very, very classic like smg style like yeah, yeah so it's both it's both almost like a grip for the left arm and uh and also the ammo because oh, okay. i think we see her holding that a lot yeah which is actually kind of cool um but yeah very striking colors because uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but everyone's gonna see it. Uh, the scope dog normally very just your standard like military type green. It's a very simple design. So the brutish dog being like this very it's very striking because it's like this red and pink salmony. It's very salmony is how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we do have some alternate colors that are very MSV art looking here uh, on MHQ that you can see where it's just like purple with a salmon visor. <laughs> Which is very funny to me. It's yeah, it's a very a interesting look. color scheme. But yeah, so the brutish dog basically you get a gun arm. Um, it has like more advanced wheels. Uh, that's about it. Uh, all the variants are going to be pretty simple because of this, though. Because you look at that, you still tell it's a scope dog. That's a scope dog. Yep. I, I just heard the uh, just looking at a scope dog two. Where the biggest difference is, we want this to be cheaper to animate. So instead of having green and lighter green, what if the whole thing was just well, the was same just color? Green. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do some more shading on it. We have plenty of black ink, I guess, because I do love how shaded that uh, art is for like the production art there. But yeah, the the, the scope dog two is 
basically, that's it. Uh, it can also equip the round mover, um, but it's not really that much of an improvement. It's just the scope dog, but greener. Uh, technically, we can sell another toy of this, but also it's cheaper to animate. Yeah, yes. it's kind of it's kind of like the oh this one's the this this one's the 2019 scope dog. You don't want the 2018 scope dog. <laughs> it took them it took them a hundred years of war to make a scope dog too though. Hold on. Uh, well, the scope dog's only been around for I think about ten years. At the end oh, okay, of the yeah. I guess that makes sense that they haven't had ATs the whole time, but yeah, it's, still. That's yeah, or maybe twenty years. It's. I know there is an answer to this. Vodum's I'm sure there is. There's going, a ladies and gentlemen, scope dog. I have two. like five different books. I am sure someone has made a fictional history for these things. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what, what's up next for variants? Well, I I have one I can link real quick for everyone. Uh, so we do have the ATM09 WR Marshy Dog. I, I like that name. Um, I do I do like that about also a lot of the variants where you just get they they keep dog in the name. It's just like adjective dog. <laughs> this is the Marshy Dog. It's it, it's good for swamp. And underwater. Yeah, it, its wheel is sideways instead of a pivot spike. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has, like, hydrojets instead of, like, normal, like, thrusters or anything like that. And, and actually, you should know, uh, actually, another thing. Uh, scope dogs and such don't really have backpacks all that often. Like, the brutish dog does, but, like, the normal scope dog does not. Its back is just flat. <laughs> um, they don't have, like, thruster packs in the same way as Gundam. If they have a pack on, it usually has a very intended purpose, but it's not, like, general equipment. Like, the round mover thing we talked about, like, for space, is a backpack. Um, but, and, like, the brutish dog has, like, a backpack for, like, ammo and stuff. Or the missile pods. (laughs) Yeah, or, like, some of them have missile pods. They tend to have very understated backpacks when they do have them, though, too. Which just, again, interesting bit of mecha design. All the mecha for bottoms, or at least most of them, are designed by Kunio Okawara of Gundam fame. Um, it's interesting seeing how differently he designed them, though, versus, like, designing mobile suits. Uh, and I, it's another charm point about them. Um, but yeah, so the Marshy Dog, uh, again, you, we've noted the, like, the little things. Not a lot of differences, though, because, again, it's still a dog. <laughs> um, one other one I guess we could talk about, because this is a very famous one for our good friend Kiriko. We have the, uh, rsc the red shoulder custom sure um which because we just talked about backpacks i think it would be good to bring it up um so the differences on the red shoulder custom uh outside of the weapons are we painted the shoulder red and also the first time this happens uh they paint the wrong shoulder red (laughs) which is very funny to me uh because uh I, i believe it was vanille painting it right Yep. Yeah. Based on legends vanilla. Of, the, of the red shoulders. Yes, based on the legends of the red shoulders. And then, you know, Kiriko unsuddenly goes, you put it on the wrong shoulder. Uh, and it's like, oh, I wonder what this mysterious man's past is like. Who's an insurance salesman? Yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, so uh, the main thing this adds is it adds like that. Uh, it adds a fancy backpack that allows for quite a few bit of equipment, actually. You've got a little like 
gun on the left side of the body that's like, you know, a multi-barrel Gatling gun. On the right side, I believe those are missiles, just like a two-tube missile launcher. Mm-hmm. And then on the top, you have a nine-tube missile launcher. Uh, and then we also slap a uh, gun onto the wrist, because this thing is loaded. And honestly, it's funny, because even though like things in uh, Vodemus feel very utilitarian, this doesn't like feel like it's actually like weighed down or anything by this, because of the way that like sc- like scope dogs and like ATs move. Because they're always doing that slighting movement. It's not like all the extra weight of equipment actually gets shown to, like, really negatively impact how it goes. Uh, this thing rips everything to shreds. It's great. Yeah, it's just a, just a big wall of guns driving towards your local cops. Yeah. Or just an entire innocent planet. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it depends on who's piloting. Yeah, you you drop true. about ten of... Very... The Red Shoulder Custom is very uh, Space Marine. Yes, where you drop yes. hey, we're gonna drop three of these on the planet and don't worry about it and, yeah. and move on to the next planet that planet's that, taken yep. care of <laughs> yep um another scope dog variant we have that shows up in original bottoms which i actually like this one a lot uh is the purple bear because this thing is cute <laughs> i love it oh um, the, the little the change in the eyes very cute in the purple bear yeah just has two instead of having like a like a fancy scope set of eyes it just has two like little you know scopes viewporting out uh and then uh given its name it is purple uh you do add some i like the shoulders on it actually like that uh instead of having the rounded armor you have this like just big plate on either side um it's pretty cool this is used for battling uh Mm -hmm. which i guess we should quickly explain battling uh in bottoms because the universe isn't bad enough with, you know, the Hundred Years' War happening. Uh, Caligula's love watching. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember that. Ah, uh, I can't remember that episode preview. There's a great episode preview for uh, battling. It's like oh, you mean, <laughs> all the Caligulas oh, in their... <laughs> oh, I, uh, I believe it's uh, Melchia's own Sodom. Yes. <laughs> you get all these... All the episode previews are amazing. But you get one about battling that is particularly good but basically we have a blood sport it's called battling it's just called battling with a capital b well you know a lot like 1950s biker culture in america it's you have billions of pilots who no longer have a job but they still want the thrill of the fight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they said what if we just fought each other with these all these extra robots we have lying around yeah, we we did produce a sh- an absolute shit ton of robots. Why don't we use them for gladiator fights? Sure. And, and that's you're not, fine. You're not supposed to fight to the death, but like if you do, it's you know. I it's, mean, okay, hold on. We we'll know that it. some battling uh, they just equip guns, and also these arenas don't have any like shields for the audience. Yep. I'm, We've I'm seen pretty, this happen. I'm pretty sure. Like I I feel very confident, given the way it's contextualized in the world. That it's one of those things that if you look at the books, this is illegal. It's just that no one cares. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. explicitly said that the cops are paid off for that. For battle. Yeah, they, they, they don't care. <laughs> um, well, because, like, you have, like, these large arenas dedicated to it, too. So, like, um, but yeah, uh, they, they, they usually are done in melee combat, which, you know, ensures that people don't, like always really die sometimes it's just that the at you know whatever at just gets absolutely wrecked um uh i imagine very frequently a lot of people die though yeah um not only that but like i said 
there are arenas for battling uh, that have, you know, life fire happening, and they don't have, like, they don't have a way to protect the audience. Sometimes you're watching your favorite, uh, your favorite blood sport, and suddenly a, a, a mecha-sized gunshot, uh, rings through and blows, like, a hole in the seats next to you. It's fine. Imagine how much more it's exciting... It's all part of the experience. Imagine more, how more, <laughs> more exciting that moment when Randy Johnson hit that bird would have been if you were like, I could have been that bird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, oh, God. and Bell Link also does provide proof that it's a galaxy-wide sport yes because okay. this happens somewhere else um yeah it's a it is a thing and, um, and that they'll show yeah i mean if you're willing to go fight a robot without being at one i guess we'll let you enter i'm sure bottoms bottoms is very much the the astrologous galaxy is very much a place where if you want to like go get murdered in public they will let you <laughs> yes they they don't care uh i mean hey if anything, it means that if you do win on foot, that you had like thousand to one odds, uh, you're making some people very happy. And if not, well, everyone had an easy bet gaining like an extra two dollars on a thousand dollar bet on you. Yeah. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> oh. Um also from Original Bottoms, we have I forgot about this one, the Strong Bacchus, which is a great name. This one does not have a dog's name, actually, even though it is very obviously a scope dog still. Um this was another one for uh, battling, so I felt it would be good to put it here. Uh, this one has like gridiron impact bars for the uh, cameras. It's actually uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I think that's smart. Oh yeah, it looks very silly though. Oh, I love it. Just you know, up uh, mine can fall on its face, and it's fine. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna get punched a lot, you might as well add some protection so that if you're punched, you can still see. Yeah, and I guess the thing is, right, I would have to imagine, given the way they go through components, the technical components of the scopes are probably far more expensive than just re-armoring it. I mean, like, yeah, you just, you, listen, if you need yeah. to if you need to replace that bar, guess what? There are fucking junkyards yeah. everywhere. Go, grab a go though will sell you it. a new bar. No Easy. problem. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ooh, but the scope, um, that's going to cost you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look we got to know what we charge for. Uh, it, that's how they get you. That's how Goto gets you. <laughs> um, that actually covers all the scope dog variants from the first show. Uh, however, there's still a lot of side stories. And well, look, we've, we've had episodes go for over an hour. I mean, you can do that right. Cross? There, there are plenty yeah. of, I mean, we've got, you know, standing turtles and snapping turtles and, you know, got... Oh yeah. But I want to focus on the ATM 09s. Okay. All right. Fair is enough. what we want to focus enough. on. We, we want to get all the dogs. Oh, you you mean your dog's like the bloodsucker? <laughs> uh, it's the bloodsucker? Oh, is the bloodsucker a dog variant? Uh, yes. It's, you know, it's based on the red shoulders. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Shoot. It, oh. It's very different, like, much more angular in its shapes. Yeah, like it also gets a fucking fancy ass uh, <laughs> uh, serial number X A T H P R S C bloodsucker, but R S C red shoulder custom. Yeah. Um. <laughs> look, Paleson is one for theatrics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, look, he loves his red shoulders. I love that even their wheels are spiked. 
Uh, these are very edgy machines. This, these ones want you to know that they're the bad guy. <laughs> they, they want you to know uh, that oh, you are dealing with. Uh, one, it damages the world just by existing. Anywhere it steps is getting fucked up. Yep. Um, but yeah. So other other dogs that we get. Wait, are you can't, at, oh. at the very least you have to mention that its gun is called the Gat Forty Five RSC Bloody Rifle because yeah. oh is I didn't see dumb. that that's pretty good. Palson oh, is yeah. too much. Palson needs to calm down and get off DeviantArt. Oh, just wait till y'all get to the Palson files over. <laughs> God, I I'm going to be there soon. Um, I, I I need to finish Big Battle and Shining Heresy. I believe. Um. I've already watched Melody, but, so... Yeah, sh- gotta say, Shining Heresy. That's a good scope dog variant in there. The uh, Burgerly dog. This one's Burgerly steals. dog, right. That's the one I've seen get a lot of models. It seems like it's popular. Yes, because uh, um, it adds sleds that fold out from the front of the legs to give it more maneuverability. <laughs> and okay, uh, I'll link this, actually, just for... And uh, treads six. as well on the back There's... instead of wheels. <laughs> There's the burglary dog since we brought it up. Uh, it is cool, actually. I like... God, it, it does a lot of armor component modification that is just really cool. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the thing, right? Like A lot of the variants we talked about so far are very minor in a lot of their changes. Like, oh, we changed the head or we added something little. This one actually feels like it adds kind of a lot between the backpack, having like the uh, smoke dischargers on the shoulder and stuff. Uh, the legs being like very different. Yeah, it feels um, like uh, like it has like braces that fold down for the legs or something. This gives uh, yeah, me that's sleds. It's oh, oh right. <laughs> and this... the back is a folds down with treads, so it basically gets snowmobiles for feet. It kind of gives me Zaku Two Kai vibes <laughs> compared to the Zaku of the scope dog. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good description. Uh, also, not really in the picture on MHAQ. It has an art- anti-artillery cannon that fold- folded on the back there. That little uh-huh, rod. very armored core-style cannon for this, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, uh, just like, honestly. what if a gun as long as the robot? <laughs> um, m- more of those around, please. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's great. It's kind of designed for, hey, what if you had one robot that could just infiltrate an enemy base and take it out by itself? <laughs> um... Real quick, moving back to Red Shoulder, we do have the Turbo Custom, too, which is another variant. Uh, you know, again, people joke about the Zaku variants. There are many Scope Dog variants, though. Yeah. Um, this one uh, has visibly different legs because these have, like, actual thrusters in the legs. And it is incredibly cool every time in animation when it pops, like, it gets to do its wheel movement, but also the back of the leg folds down and there's just thrusters. Very cool variant. Otherwise, same kind of backpack as like the Red Shoulder Custom, where you've got the Gatling and stuff that also has the smoke dischargers from like the Burglary Dog. That's another thing you'll notice going forward. A lot of these customs are going to be very modular and have a lot of similar parts. Um, there's light. There's the Light Scope Dog, which is so funny to me. I guess this appears in a Big Battle, aka the Battle of Heterogeneous Species, which is a great <laughs> subtitle. Um, the light scope dog is amazing because I don't know if I qualify this as a variant so much as an incomplete scope dog, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, uh, we removed what little armor we had. Um, it's faster because of this. It's fine. Um, listen, don't worry about it. 
It's arm. It, the thing is, it keeps the armor on the right arm for this particular one. It's just the left arm has everything stripped away. Like I said, it looks almost like you didn't finish building your gunpla. <laughs> I I love it though. Um, Kirko loves to ha- loves to do those ones where half the frame is exposed. Yes. Um, oh no! I just went to Origin of Ambition. Uh, there are so many uh, red shoulder scope dogs. Because yeah. every character has their own variant. Well, yeah, oh, you, you change your paint job a little bit. That's a new robot. Okay, so the good thing is, there's not a lot to talk about with them, because the difference between the Type 1 and Type 2 for Autons, for instance, is one has a missile launcher, one has the Gatling instead of the missile launcher. Okay, I see what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's They're just, just giving them all their own entries, but uh, they are all... I think it's literally because they sold toys of each of... Or, like, <laughs> different... Ma- the Paleson kit I have, I know you can swap out the parts and stickers to match different ones, I, and they wanted you to buy six. Okay, I, I was gonna say I'm actually curious about that because the thing about it though is that there aren't very many. Mo- at least, okay, there's not very many Bandai models. Wave is the one who I know had like the license for the longest time. For Bandai, unfortunately, there's only uh, you've got six total models, and five of them are scoped dogs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you get the the fatty is one of them, and then the rest are all just scope dog variants that are relatively minor variants because you've got like the Burkhoff Squad one and like the Red Shoulder custom. These are all one twentieth scale too, so uh, they're quite large. I really enjoy the uh, Red Scope Red Shoulder one, where it comes with vanilla and some stairs so vanilla can help paint the red shoulder nice on on the on the incorrect shoulder yep yeah great um it, it even has him with his uh the paint gun in his hand and his hand presenting it's it's very good so i'm not really going to talk about all the turbo customs and stuff because like i said you're none of them from what i can see even have unique equipment it's just we've yeah. rearranged the equipment you've already seen uh Okay, other than this one, I do have to share one of these. Uh, Gregor uh, gets a Scope Dog Turbo Custom that adds some reactive armor plates, it looks like, to the legs there. And uh, he gets the cool gridiron on the face. I did have to note that one. Piloted by Gregor Galosh. Great name. It's a good custom. Um, the rest of these, though, yeah, no. Uh... Oh, I do have to share the Light Scope Dog Numerikov custom from uh, Mellowlink because this is... What if you gave your Scope Dog some pajamas? Because <laughs> this is the one that has like... Oh, wait, no, this one is only the arm cover. It doesn't have the Yeah, it's just, cover, got, right? it's just got sleeves. Yeah. It does have a sleeve, though, I, and it looks very comfortable. All the variants from Mellowlink are very Monster of the Week. This guy's got one gimmick. <laughs> yeah. And how are you, how's Mellowlink going to get around this? Uh, he's probably yes, going to exactly. shoot him, I think. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, you do get a cool custom battling scope dog, and I don't. This one, Mellow Link didn't even fight. This one just, I think, was a background unit, but it got, does have a really cool fucking arm with a shield on it. Uh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because this isn't the. Um... Oh, no, this is. Oh, this is Foxes. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, okay. I think this that's... one's all silver, by the way. Yeah, that's the all silver one. That's. That one's a fun yeah, one, because the guy's he gets, an asshole. The guy is an asshole. He's up-armored the entire right arm and has, like, a bigger hand on it. It's cool. Um, 
we also real quickly get the bounty dog. Uh, okay, we've got a scope dog, but now it's brown. It has a... I do like that it has, like, this weird, for the cockpit area, like, it's got a more rounded chest, and it has some tubes going into that. And it does have a grappling hook, but otherwise, it's scope dog, but it's brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Just trying to see what else we got. Oh, Scope it, Dog it Dogman a... Custom. <laughs> I had to read that aloud. I'm sorry. Scope Dog Dogman Custom. I forgot about that. Uh, it looks good. Piloted by Dogman. Yeah. Uh, but again, not not a lot of difference there. Uh, you got some extra armor. You've got armaments. Dog, like, Dogman likes rocket launchers. Yep, yep, he has a lot of rockets. A lot of rockets for blowing up a single guy on foot with a fucking <laughs> anti-materiel rifle. What could go wrong? Uh, well, a lot, apparently, because oh. he, he's very dead. Um, yeah, uh, Pales and Files doesn't add anything. They, we're, we're free of that one. <laughs> yeah, we do have this one also from Melolink, sorry, the Riot Dog Vance Custom, uh, which has a spotlight on the shoulder, a, le- uh, a shield on its left arm, uh, and a different style of, like, it, instead of gridiron, it's got, like, a riot mask, like, it's got like a, it's got a riot a, no, mask. It's got a dog collar. This 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 riot dog Vance custom just had surgery. They don't want it chewing on its neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's a lot. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm saying like Phantom Arc. Oh, we have just purple bear, strong bodies, etc. Showing. Well, you do have yeah. two awesome. two great uh, customs for. Uh, well, first we have the strike dog. Oh, right, yes. I guess I did forget about the strike dog. That I- is Epsilon's, uh, listen, I like the visor of the strike dog. I don't mm. really like the rest of this machine, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the um, the big claws is very different from everything else. And the color blocking is not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, he does have two, I do like that he has two car-style lights on his chest as well. Um, there. But, uh, for finding Kirika. Yeah. It works really well. Yes, exactly. Um, it does have a... We should note, it does have a gun built into the claw. True. Uh, which I always thought was cool. Um, uh, and I do like that head design a lot, but yes, the rest of it doesn't too much. So, before we talk, I just want to get uh, Six's reaction to... and Your reaction to Bloody Dog. Uh, Bloody just, Dog, um, let's see this. Yeah, for that's coming up in your... Okay. Uh, Case Irvine. I don't think like, I've seen oh, this. Just, just, just look at the one, yeah? The two picture, and then the third picture. Oh, okay. <coughs> that is, um... So we have turned which... a scope dog into a mobile armor, I see. Hey, so uh, guess when they stopped... Guess which OVA is not canon. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Case Irvine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, K- yeah, that's and certainly... And Finder. <laughs> Both are not canon. <laughs> that... Uh, that is a lot. Hey, why can someone explain to me why this scope dog has become a mobile armor? Oh, I, actually, seen I, Case Irvine. I have an answer for that. It's the yes. only Vodums, not by Takahashi. Why? Ah. That and Vodums Finder. The Listen, only two. And then they're both not. I think it's really great. I think he did great work. I think someone should have explained to him he was not signed up to make, like, Gundam build Vodums. This isn't. Mm, that's. Kind of what those two were going for was, hey, what if we reinvent bottoms for a new generation? And it turns out, no, uh, fuck that, just give us more bottoms. This is 
Um, I will say Case Irvine does have the Swamp Dog, which actually seems pretty understated and cool, because that's just, like, it's an it's another burglary dog. It's It, it, it goes sledding. I like that. Oh, yeah, but yeah, those are flippers. The, the big legs are very fun on that. Though Dog the Dark is yeah. also not good. No, um, because, Dog, Dog the Dark's your hero mech. Uh, I hate this because... They decided, what if we were, what if we removed the arm and just gave it a gun? I do like that it has a pile bunker, because uh, uh, we do get some of those in bottoms. I hate that they expose the roller skates. They it just has fucking nineties roller blades. Yeah. Um, I will say, I, Dog the Dark does have one of the best moves in bottoms, where it does uh, Chris Jericho's finisher, the most deadly martial oh, art move it, in oh, history. No, no, it does the a, Judas effect. It's a Judas effect. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> God. What have I become so, now that I've betrayed? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I have, that, see... I have the clip timed with the song. Don't worry. Perfect. All right. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I can't escape wrestling on the show. I, I don't know anything about wrestling. I, I have been... been listen, you don't know how kind I've been to you. I have been very wrestling light on this <laughs> podcast for you, Dylan. Uh, uh, I just don't understand. Look, the one thing, good thing I have to say about Case Irvine and Bottoms Finder is Dog the Dark does a Judas effect. <laughs> so, so okay. Dylan. Yes. Sometimes you, like, you elbow someone, right, in the head, and you sort of do it behind okay. you. Okay. And that hurts. But sometimes you do it yes. in your Chris Jericho, and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them in their <laughs> entire lives. Their career is okay. over. Well, he spins. You see, that's what adds he the does, force He does momentum. spin, that's true. Uh, and when he showed his MMA trainer that move, he was shocked and said, whoa, you got to be careful with this thing. That's oh. banned in most martial okay. arts. I understand. Okay, good. <laughs> I understand. I will, I will, I will, I will file this into my memory forever. You need to, you need to put a pile bunker in the elbow. Yeah. Oh, so you do the elbow and then fire the pile bunker. <laughs> That's how you win war. God. Anyway, uh, enough of my stupid ideas. Uh, we've got another variant of the uh, of the fucking with uh, the strike dog gets developed into the rabidly dog. Oh, right, rabidly dog. I like the rabidly dog. It looks good. It's got the claw hand it. again, but it's got this cool yeah. like. Uh, rabidly dog. It's it really fun to it's say. Got this cool like rabidly uh, dog. Even more interesting looking <laughs> visor. And good color blocking. Oh, I'm fucked up because this the uh, alternate colors on it are uh, my color scheme that I use on everything. Damn. <laughs> they got my number. It's good. It looks good. And they add a bunch of fins to it, too. Shit. Goddamn, that is cool. Uh, I do like how, yeah, the, uh, the alternate color one also, uh, instead of, it, it actually has a normal left arm and uh, the claw folds over it, which is cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, yeah, the Rabidly dog is cooler than the Strike dog. It's a good variant. Um, yeah. Um, uh, this is from a video game, uh, that I posted in the chat. That's the Avalanche dog, that white one. Uh, which is, it, it I, I, I love all the different ways of protecting the scope dog's visor yeah. that we have seen. Because this one has, like, a weird glass enclosure around it in a different way um it's like what if we made our three goggles be within a goggle it's funny because it like 
the technology is so unified, right? You have all these variants that look so the same. And then there is this problem of how to protect the lenses. And through this design storytelling, we learn that no one has a good solution. Everyone's just trying shit <laughs> and it doesn't work. So now here's where I get to bring up my weird variants because fuck Finder, fuck Case Irvine, because in the past there was a novel called Berserga, The Blue Knight, uh, which has art by Kazumi Fujita. This came out in 1985 through 1987, has a very fun PS1 game based on it. Um, and we get some scope dog variants there. Kazumi Fujita, uh, being the artist for like Zeta Gundam and several other shows at that era, um, he did like the Gabplay, Beerlint, etc. A lot of really cool stuff. Um, he has some really cool uh, design variants, including, well, first of all, we have the Wheel Dog, which this is the coppest of dogs. Uh, this is an early cop dog because it has a baton, a riot shield, and some gridiron blocking the face and some funny art because it is not Ugawara. A spotlight for, we for have... glaring at protesters, too. Yes, I'm sure you have that happening a lot in Bottoms. <laughs> uh, in this side novel, though, we talked about the one variant, uh, which was the uh, cop dog, uh, the Doberman, the wheel dog. Um, there's also the Death Messenger, which is just a Red Shoulder custom again, because they love rehashing Red Shoulder customs. They will never stop making Red Shoulder customs in anything, even if the Red Shoulders don't show up. It doesn't matter. Um, hey, there's... there's their cultural impact is large. They, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess they have had a lot of cultural impact. Um, a lot of cultures were impacted by them, yes. Yeah, sure, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yes. Um, so, my favorite variant, though, of the Scope Dog is actually in this, because I love me my ridiculous variants. Uh, this is where we have the Calamity. Sure, I thought this might be your answer. Of course. Uh, Kazumi Fujita, all limiters unleashed, making the weirdest next generation scope dogs. Now, to be fair, I believe these are supposed to be in a decent bit of future compared to normal bottoms. Um, so it's supposed to be like, you know, decently far ahead of the story. I love the Calamity Dog. Oh, so I think it's great. I, The Calamity Dog is good. I like the big shield. But it is the reason why Vodum's Finder looks like that. <laughs> okay, but the, the problem is Vodum's Finder doesn't have Kazumi Fujita doing the art, and he is a much better artist than anyone who worked on Finder. I'm sorry if yeah. anyone that worked on Finder is listening. <laughs> well, Finder's only Vodum's in that they call people Bottoms. So. Oh, right. Yes, that's the one. I yeah. knew I knew about that one. Um, So, the Calamity Dog... uh. Changes up the formula significantly. It has basically the same dog-type torso, which is very funny. Mm -hmm. um, but then we get to the arms and the armaments. So the head has, like, a really fancy-looking scope. Uh, the arms have a gigantic rifle, and the other arm has a gigantic shield with a pile bunker built into it. Um, she the shield as is we weirdly, go down to the weirdly, like, separated from the arm, too. Yeah, could, well, because the shield is movable, and so is the pile bunker, mm, so sure. now you can reach real far with it. Um, and the uh, you get these huge... The legs are probably the biggest part. Also, this is a big 
design relative to other like um like this is larger than an average scope dog um i mean you could kind of tell already just given like the leg size and the way the torso is set up and everything Mm -hmm. um but this one's a big boy the calamity dog though is definitely supposed to be like we have a weird cool original and it's from the future um it also has two other versions besides the blue one the blue one's the most like a scope dog you do get the this one which has a very round head the green one uh See, and we have a red one which I, has something that doesn't look like any other design i've ever seen yeah, like so a yeah. weird flat head looking at the feet on these you're telling me this guy designed zeta <laughs> they just... he didn't do the zeta he oh. did but he did do all the titan suits that also have really big feet like this yes um you could definitely see like elements of his design here um what uh, i do like that in this with this weird red one which kind of has the uh turtle heads mm-hmm. yeah just kind of like flattened uh, on the top i do it. like that they're still using the same magazines from the hundred years war for their, yes for the right look we might be in the future but we can't change our culture surplus now. is surplus Come they're on. still around um and I guess for the final variant from it, uh, it's a more minor one, but it has a cool name. This is the Shadow Flare. It's still a dog. Uh, this one feels more explicitly based on like the Strike Dog or Rapidly Dog. You though. posted the wrong image. Um, oh, I did. Oh no, sorry. Here you go. Uh, the, you can see you see what I mean though, right? Mm, yeah. With it, like kind of having that more that like a more Rapidly Dog. Look at that bazooka. Because you've got like, like a chunky boy. You got a claw. You get a huge bazooka, which is great. Um, but yeah, just some random side ones I wanted to mention for people to look up at home when they're listening, because you should be looking up these variants as we talk about them. They're fucking cool. Do that at home, listeners. And listen, you know, you we talk about Gundam, and it's easier to be like, okay, we're talking about the Zaku, and now the Zaku 2 Kai, and you can just conjure those to mind. I bet you don't know what the bloody dog looks like. You should look... Oh no! No one's gonna guess what that looks like. You could have seen, I, you could see all of Bottoms other than Case Irvine, and you probably couldn't guess what that looks yeah. like. Uh, but yeah, fun robots, good robots, good show, lots of them, uh, lots of tech that we talked about. We front loaded all the tech talk, which was fun. Um, yeah, this was fun. I always like talking about robots with friends, even when they're not good. Uh, another thing I just like to say in the Scope Dog's favor. Mm-hmm. really handled the transition from traditional to CGI better than almost every yeah, better than had any I've ever to. seen. Yeah. 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 Because it turns out when it, your robot's a big box. <laughs> yeah. Like all the shapes are really simple. So translating it to 3D actually worked relatively yeah. well. Like I was seeing a lot of those CG versions when we were looking at the art and I'm like, huh. Yeah. In, not and in motion, they're, <laughs> even better and also like i understand i don't mean this as an insult i genuinely mean this as a compliment as a phrase of affection they look like trash because they're supposed to yep. they look like they look like shitty little boxes and they are so they look great yeah um god but yeah uh i think that is where we can conclude our episode on the script yeah because we've talked about a billion scope dog variants because I make us talk about variants because I will never not let us talk about variants. I mean, listen, who knows when we're going to have a chance to get, you know, crash back here and talk about a million Berserkas and shit. Well, we'll hope maybe one day, but... <laughs> yes, 
one day. But for now. I guarantee uh, Oh, you mean the funny devil. Oh, yeah. Variant. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> we just have a Vodum special. We just talk about every other Vodum's design that isn't a Funny Devil's on. my favorite episode of Cowboy Bebop. Crass, <laughs> uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash crasspants, uh, where I've just retweeted that Judas Effect clip. Right. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? I will I will watch it. Uh you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Um and yeah. You you know my deal. You're here for a guest episode. You know my deal. I don't need to re-explain it to the audience. They're fine. They they understand me. Getting really hostile at the end here for some reason. <laughs> it's uh, not hostile. It's just I'm just like I'm just, you know, hand waving it. It's okay. fine. A hundred minutes of scope dog is weighing on Dylan. <laughs> Look, I'm sleepy and hungry, and also I want to play Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. Uh, eventually, you can catch me in Monster Hunter, I guess. Yo, but... imagine if they did like God. I really wish they would do like a mecha game where building up your mecha was kind of like Monster Hunter, where it's like, oh, you just have to use scrap and like broken parts of the fallen. That'd be really good for upgrading because. That's kind of what you do with the scope dog, basically. You can kind of do that yeah. in, in Daemon X Machina, but it's not really... It, it's not the same. Here, I thought it's you were going to go the other route with that and make a Monster Hunter-style game where you're Mellow Link. That Fight. would also work, <laughs> Where you're a honestly. tiny human versus these mechs. Uh, you, you, you just, just like, gotta, like, nail the pile. You play, like, Shadow of the Colossus, the but, like, instead of it being about the weird, sad tragedy of this man, it's just, no, I'm just really pissed, y'all. Look, uh, I love Mellow Link. He's great. Well, thank <laughs> you for yeah. joining us, Crass. Really appreciated having you on the show. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Thank you, audience. And, you know, for me, no thanks are needed. I just want to see Kiriko again. Peace out. <laughs> Peace.